Welcome to Arranging Us with Carventa Collins, the show where Carventa breaks down ideas and views on women's topics in a demystified way. The key is to put things in a neat and suitable sequence to bring out the most satisfactory adjustments in women's lives. This show will enable listeners to affect change, create new awareness, and move right into action while keeping in mind the bigger picture of balancing family life, social life, and last but not least, spiritual life. Now, here's your host, your biopsychosocial life coach, Carvinta Collins. Welcome, my Arranger listeners. Today, we will discuss how a series of changes in your sex can be from aging. Now, just a reminder, I am not diagnosing anyone in this session. I am not a doctor, and this session is for informational purposes only. Nothing on this podcast is intended to substitute for treatment provided by a mental health professional. The purpose of my sessions is to assist women in making changes in their lives through supportive guidance. The information I offer is based on my life and work experience. Now, I am going to take this time to say that if you have little children in your presence, please do not continue to listen until you are comfortable or in an adult space to receive the following information. I'll give you time to do whatever you need to do right now so that the babies can hear this adult conversation. Again, Y'all know I love the babies. I have said it before. Y'all know I love the baby arrangers. (laughs) So this is not explicit or vulgar, but I just don't want the little ones to get introduced or exposed to this before they need to. Now, let's get to it. Before I jump right into how aging and your sex life interweave, I want to know. Have you thought about the effects your age can have on your sexual drive? Do you feel like the older you get, the better sex is? Or the older you get, the less sex is on your mind? Have you noticed any difference in your sex life from when you were younger and newly married? We are going to explore and demystify age and sex in an informal way while considering one of the five interactive forces, the life cycle force. So, after doing some research about age and sex, I received so many different opinions, alternative facts, and interesting information. But, like I have always said on this podcast, everyone is uniquely them, and as women, We are all different and beautifully complex. And so what I might explain here might not be true for you, but at least we have a blueprint to follow. Now, with our age and sex drive, your 20s, your 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond can change and become something that does not need to be ignored. 
I know that things around us or things happening inside of us can cause our sexual lives to be very active or come to an halt. But our age can also play a significant factor. So for most women in their 20s, that is when you are the most fertile, which can make you more demanding about when you're going to have sex. And sometimes it can make you more careful just because that is the time when you have to think about getting pregnant or waiting because of a career choice, right? But it seems to me that women in their 20s do it more for the man and not themselves. Somebody told me like this, it is like being controlled and not in control of your sex life just because of the pressures of it all. And they haven't been able at this point in their lives to explore. In fact, researchers say that women's desire increases as fertility declines toward the end of their 20s. That's what they say. (laughs) And they also say that women in their 30s and early 40s, sex drive is the strongest. Yay, (laughs) I'm in this age group, you know. So they say that we have more intense sexual desires and fantasies than the 20-year-olds and older women. And we have sex more and better because we have a little bit more time to explore and probably at this point had our children and are more settled in life to really love the time just to let go. Now, I agree with some of this, But I must say that I know for me, my late 20s and early 30s was the roughest time because I was always pregnant and I was dealing with young, active kids throughout the day and did not necessarily have the time to really appreciate my sex life. It was hard to turn that mother role off and get into that wife role. With that said, It didn't happen for me until after 35 when I really dived into it. I'm not saying that I wasn't about it before. It just was something after 35 that made me understand who I was as a woman. So anybody out there who can relate, just know that you are not alone. And understanding more about you and who you are in the bedroom can help you no matter what age you are. Now, I have heard but have not experienced this yet, but have talked to women who say that around 50 and who are empty nested find more interest in sex because they don't have the worries that the other age groups have, like getting pregnant, chasing little kids all day, or thinking about careers. They say they are able to take their time and really relax, enjoy, and feel loved in those moments. But some say that experiencing menopause or when their estrogen levels drop, bringing on vaginal dryness, hot flashes, sleep problems, weight gain, and mood swings can really make them not want to have sex at all. And everything comes to a halt. And I will say, If you find yourself in this age group, you should ask your doctor about medicines, hormones, and other treatments that can help you regain your groove. (laughs) But ladies, 
Do you know what surprised me after researching all of this? Is that women in their 80s and 90s can become aroused. They can maintain lubrication and achieve orgasms during sex. Wow. (laughs) If any women out there... (laughs) who are listening to this episode and you're in your 80s or 90s still enjoying sex, you're my role model. (laughs) I need to get some tips from you. (laughs) I'm just playing. But (laughs) man, that is something that is really, really amazing. So, according to older adults in sexual health, their surveys indicate that 75% of those between the ages of 57 and 64 state that they're sexually active. More than half of those between 65 and 74 engage in sex, and over one quarter of people, 75 to 85, do. Dr. Neal on WVUE Fox 8 News shares a little bit more on senior sexual intimacy. And here's the clip. Thanks a lot, Susan. Well, you're never too old to keep love alive. Dr. Neil Baum with People's Health here to separate some facts from myths when it comes to sex and seniors. Good morning. Good morning, Liz. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> so tell me, um, is there a lot of interest at that age among seniors still in sex? A lot more now because the myths have been put aside that seniors do not want to engage in sexual intimacy. The truth is they're just as interested in having an intimate relationship as younger people. Unfortunately, they don't have uh, partners oftentimes when they're older, and often they have this fear of failure that they're not going to be successful. But the truth is many of them can and should engage in sexual intimacy. And I think, too, I mean, a lot of us are very observant of this, that a lot of people are living longer now. Someone who you may consider a senior may look like someone in their 40s or their 50s. So they're just living much different lives than perhaps our our parents and our grandparents. Well, the truth is that we are healthier. We are living longer. And we now have put away the, the fact that you know, we're not able to engage in intimacy. Older women can and have problems with uh, vaginal dryness because of lack of estrogen. Men have problems of erectile dysfunction or impotence, and they also have the problem of lack of testosterone. All of these can be helped and solved. Okay, so when people say they're unable, is, would you say it's a misconception then? Oh, absolutely. If they have a partner and if they can walk up two flights of stairs without shortness of breath and chest pain, have it on. Okay. Another misconception, common illnesses or disabilities, if they have these, should stop any sexual activity. Exactly. People often fear that they may have a heart attack while having intimacy when they are older. The truth is, intimacy with a regular partner, and let me emphasize regular partner, Mm -hmm. is uh, heart healthy. 
heart healthy and they can engage and protect their heart. It is a good aerobic exercise. It uh, strengthens the heart. It lo uh, lowers the blood pressure, makes it easier for them to go to sleep at night. It even reduces pain after, after inter intercourse because of the release of endorphins, which is uh, man's most powerful uh, pain reliever. This, to me, was fascinating. And I believe that the women who are listening to this podcast should really become hyper aware of where you are in your sex life and see if your age is affecting your performance or helping your sex life. And now it's time for Carventa's personal account rundowns, where personal stories are humbly shared. Now, arrangers, sit back, relax. And let's begin. Well, here is part of the show where I sometimes share a personal story of mine or someone else's. I can even sometimes rant about the topic I am speaking on. Okay, did you hear about the sexual escapades shared between sugar and cream? Y'all, let me tell you, it was icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that one <laughs> my husband told me not to do it he said don't do it <laughs> but he said it sound like it's right up my alley because <laughs> it's funny to me <laughs> so shout out to all the sweet tooth listeners out there <laughs> that one was for y'all <laughs> sugar cream icing on the cake <laughs> Okay, okay, let me get back serious. Whew. I would like to share, <laughs> I would like to share a story of one of my dearest friends who told me that they think their story would benefit from this episode on how they felt aging would be a stumbling block. They expressed that after turning 65, they felt disconnected from their spouse and themselves when it came to their sexual activities. They said that in their mind, they wanted to have sex and even prompted up with their spouse to have their mind wanting it, but their body was just not listening. Also, they stated that even though the mind was ready, the body wasn't due to them seeing their bodies looking different than it used to like you know when they were in their 20s so it would take them longer to feel aroused and not making it no better they didn't even want to engage in foreplay to help prepare the body they felt like they faced negative thoughts regarding sex because of their advanced age and felt like growing older meant that they should stop having sex altogether because they did not want a heart attack. I mean, they were thinking about these things as they went through this process. And so they felt embarrassed by their aging body and by their performance. And having a chronic illness on top of everything else, they just gave up. My friend almost turned their temporary situation 
into a permanent one and stop having sex for two years until their spouse, who was the same age, had that difficult conversation with them and expressed that they needed help. Broaching the subject of sex and counseling was difficult for both, but it got easier and added a bonus that made them feel sexier and connected with their significant other. They became playful and honest and discussed new ideas which made sexual feelings and desires more pleasurable. <laughs> they told me that in the end, they and their spouse feel like there is so much they can do to compensate for the normal changes that came with their aging. And by supporting each other, their sexual encounters now are exciting and they explore both the emotional and physical aspects of sex. They made sure by making a commitment that just because they are aging, that does not mean that sex is no longer on the table. I love their story because it shows that in marriage, we are all sometimes weak or tired or fall or are not the strongest and the other becomes the strong one to see both of you guys through. It showed humility, compassion, and strength on their spouse's part and the confidant they needed. Their spouse did not make them feel bad or not enough or even undesirable. And I would say we need more marriages like this because we all have our times where we don't keep up as well as we used to, right? And we all have those seasons. I just loved how it turned out great for them. Sex is natural and sexual health is just as crucial in your aging years as it is in your younger years. So being ready to adapt, pull through, and create strategies to tackle your sexual issues will keep your sex life healthy and enjoyable if you take the time to nurture it. Now that I have given you my personal account segment, sharing my friend's journey of aging with sex, I hope I encouraged you to take it seriously, become an advocate for yourself, and put in the work emotionally and physically. Sometimes I believe we lack because we do not take the time to become aware of essential things in our lives, especially sex. We need to take this area in our lives and cater to it from time to time. Like my friend, you can also seek help and gain many resources to benefit you and your spouse. Who knows? You might be on the other side dealing with a spouse who has lost their momentum, right? And you might need to support them. So I just hope I left some fruitful things with you on this sensitive topic. And spending five weeks diving into it has been my pleasure. Now, I just want us to leave with an understanding of how our age plays an important role in our sex lives. Ladies, overall, I pray that we become confident no matter what age we are. We can do this. First, 
we should address our own aging with sex and see where we stand with it. Then, I would like for you to research how to have a much more healthy sexual life with no regrets. Lastly, if need be, seek out wise counsel especially if you are dealing with illnesses, distorted thoughts about sex, or dealt with sexual abuse, or just anything that you know that has you staying far, far away from pleasurable sexual encounters. I pray for every woman who listens and has listened to all five weeks on this topic. I pray that you seek out what is beneficial and what is healthy. At this time, I would like to thank my family, friends, and all the women who encourage me every day to be simply me and not overcomplicate who I am. And I have to give a personal shout out and thank you to new Arranger listeners. Thank you for becoming an Arranger listener by supporting this podcast on Patreon. So a big shout out to you. Thank you so much, ladies, for the support. This is what it is all about, supporting other women who are trying to make a difference. This helps with software equipment, better materials, and other podcasting stuff as well. I have gotten emails on how you can donate. So if you want to become a Patreon member, please look for the link in the description and click on the link. It will take you to the site and you can choose basic support for $1 a month or the thank yous at the end for $3 per month or ask me anything for $5 a month or my deep dive special for $10 per month. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you like how I broke down the life cycle force, understanding how our age is something we should become aware of when dealing with sex, please stay tuned for the next episode. This one is a very, very, very special one. Again, if you have little children in your presence, please do not continue to listen until you are in a comfortable or in an adult space to receive the information. So please become an arranger today. This podcast is growing out of hard work and created with love. You are so much appreciated. And I'll see you in the next session. Thank you for listening to Arranging Us with Carvinta Collins. By choosing to spend a portion of your limited time today with your ears and brain space, we hope this session has been beneficial and fruitful. Come back often, and we will appreciate it if you subscribe, share with others, post about it on social media, and rate and review. Please support us on patreon.com forward slash arranging us or donate on Cash App using cash.app forward slash dollar sign arranging us. And most importantly, visit Carvinta Collins Life Coaching website to book an individual session on a budget at survivingscarsuccessfully.com. Again, the website is survivingscarsuccessfully.com to find extra resources and more products. It's very much appreciated. We humbly thank you for listening and remember to detect, check, affect, and accept what's going on in your life. 
Have a blessed rest of your day.